Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you're joining me for this podcast. This is a special podcast. As I do these podcasts, and they're on all your podcast networks, I'm so glad that you're joining me for this podcast. And I do these, you know, occasionally. I want to do them more often for you. One thing that I do do is I do a lot of live videos. I do live videos on Facebook and that's at Skip LaCour page, and on YouTube, and that's at Skip LaCour. And all the fitness information that you need, uh, I do those once and twice a day. And this podcast is taken from one of uh, these live videos that I simulcast both on Facebook, and that's at Skip LaCour page, and on YouTube, at Skip LaCour. And there was just so many great questions coming to me from both platforms that I had to make it to this podcast. So this is a special podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Give me your feedback. Send me an email. And also join me uh, on YouTube. Join me on Facebook and interact, too. I I know you may be a podcast person. I know uh, a lot of us who uh, love podcasts, we're not necessarily on social media. If you can, though, if you can, then join me. So I hope you enjoy this special podcast. The uh, Jason over on Facebook, hello, hello, hello. Diet is my biggest issue. I work out four to five days a week. Uh, how do you? How do is? How do you keep discipline? Right, that's what you want to know, Jason. Um, I tell you, you got to know, like, to be disciplined with your diet. I think uh, the biggest challenge that most men face is that even though they say that diet's important, it, someone along the line has convinced them that diet is important. Uh, they're just kind of hoping that, you know, the training, they love the training more. Uh, it seems like that's going to change your body. And so even though they know they're supposed to do it, they, they just put a lot of their hope that the training is going to do it. And, you know, and so if you minimize its importance, no matter what you tell yourself that the diet's important, you're, you know, you're more likely to put it off. All right. Um, and then when you're uncertain, a lot of guys overcomplicate what they have to do. And there's a lot of hardcore uh, fitness uh, where that's their whole life and identity. And they do it hardcore. They have eating systems and patterns that uh, a normal person just can't do, doesn't want to do, but it's not necessary. I mean, to, to look great, feel great, especially when you're a little older, you have a busy life. Um, you know, one thing that uh, you, you see, well, here's my meal prep. And they spend all day Sunday, you know, cooking all these meals or whatever it is and, uh, you know, putting them in the refrigerator. You know, I don't know of any real life. Uh, I don't care how dedicated they are. I don't know of any real life person who does that. 
I see a lot of videos of that. And it seems nice and organized. I guess you got to have one of those. A lot of people want to know about diet. Let's see, this is, here's my thing is that, you know, if your whole identity and you're that uh, dedicated to fitness, right, well, then why do you have to be, what, what's so busy about your life that you have to spend eight hours on a Saturday or Sunday or whatever it is cooking for the whole week? Now, why don't you just do that every couple of days? Why don't you just do that every day? And usually they do because, you know, that, that seems like it's a good uh, system. You see it often. Uh, but by the third day, that food is slimy. And, you know, if you have to be just someone that's not necessarily a treat to eat anyway, why do you want to eat bland, boring food and it have it slimy when you could have just cooked it that morning? All right. I mean, it seems like and, and that's the type of stuff that you see. And when guys say, well, to eat right, I guess I got to measure all my food. I got to do meal prep center. I'm not going to do anything. They don't have to do all those things uh, to do it. So when you you don't know how to be efficient with a system and you make it, you know, too overwhelming and you're uncertain, it's too complicated and you diminish the importance of diet, even though, you know, you know, it's important. You're just hoping you get by with the training. Well, it's tough to stay disciplined with the eating, right? You're not, you don't have a realistic view of what it's going to take to win. It's, it's murky. And, um, you know, and maybe in the past you thought, well, I got by, I look this good without paying attention to my diet. Maybe, hopefully, I can get to the next level by uh, doing that. So it's a mental thing. You know, when you know what to do and you know you're boxed in, this is just what it takes. It's not too much, but it's what you need to do. You're more likely to do it because there's a price tag on everything you want in life and discipline's a part. I think that being certain about what you're doing really helps out to actually follow through. So those are the things that usually wear away at a person's discipline, that uncertainty, uh, not uh, putting it in a higher priority, hoping they get away with not putting it up there. So, you know, I hope that's helpful. If there's anything I, I can do, you know, for you older guys, and uh, I know we got a lot of new guys coming through. Uh, I got some old guys that have been training for 15 years. They knew me as as a bodybuilder many years ago, right? Um, you know, if you if you want to just take care of this, right, and you love this flow and you don't want to just wait for me to drip it out video by video. This is what I suggest you do. I want you to go to skiplecoremembers.com front slash solutions. Skiplecoremembers.com front slash solutions. Right. And uh, again, I'm going to be, you know, uh, answering uh, all of your questions um, throughout this time that we have together because I see a lot of questions popping up over on YouTube and on Facebook. All right. Um, but go to skiplecoremembers.com front slash solutions, all right? I have what I call an audio coaching experience because I got great connection and a bonus with it. And it's the biggest fitness challenge that older men face in their solutions. There's no question. There's no challenge that you're going through that I haven't helped dozens, dozens of men through and have explained it through, all right? It may be new to you. There's no sense reinventing the well when you have me. Right, go to skiplecoremembers.com front slash solutions. The biggest fitness challenges that older men face in their solutions is the 12 module, 11 hours of this continual flow training, a nutrition, mindset, organization, systems, motivation. It's everything that you need, all in the context of you're older with your busy, productive life. All right, you don't have to get you know the crazy, passionate, you know, those type of videos from maybe the younger guys that I talked about. You can't do that, that hasn't worked. You've done a poor job of picking and choosing and deciding what you need and throwing away the rest. I have it all set up for you. All right. Uh, here's the big bonus when you go to skippercoremembers.com front slash just go over there right now and just read. I made an eight minute video of everything 
that it includes how you'll benefit. Read the testimonials, all right? <laughs> all right, see the investment there because I'm going to throw in one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, all right? One-on-one, -on -one, we'll spend hour. I don't work on a time clock. I work on a result, right? The call is recorded, so you can let's do over and over again. I want to make sure that you're understanding and you're interpreting everything uh, right. A lot of times, a lot of guys, you know, and I get it, you know, they're smart guys, they're successful. Uh, they are not quite interpreting or putting enough weight on the things. And as your coach and as your friend, I just make sure you're putting enough emphasis on the right thing. I go again, skiplecoremembers.com from slash solutions, the biggest fitness challenge that older men face in their solutions, 12 module, 11 hour audio coaching experience. See what's in the 12 modules. See all the questions that are answered. See that my five macro goals that you'll get out of it. Read the testimonials. I'll reach out to you right after you enroll. You'll get immediate access into the members-only website and uh, can have immediate access to the audio files. Then I'll reach out to you set up our one-on-one -on -one coaching time. All right. Like I said, if you've been following me a long time, this is important to you. This will get you on the right track. Don't. Don't any longer. Put it off. You owe it to yourself. Uh, to get straight on all this. All right. So uh, hope to talk to you soon. Take action right now. I want to get off uh, this live broadcast and see a bunch of you guys taking advantage of it. Like I said, I'll get a hold of you tonight. We can set it up early this week uh, to start um, our one-on-one -on -one coaching. All right. Many of you, I can scroll down here. We have, uh, you know, talked before. All right. Let's see. So uh, Banjo says, uh, um, I'm 56 and I work out in my garage. I have an incredible home gym. Awesome. I wish I had one, right? I've got two gym memberships in here in California, Banjo. Haven't been able to work out uh, with uh, the heavy weights and dumbbells. I'm glad you do. Got to do that if this keeps on uh, dragging out. Uh, work out regularly, but I can't motivate myself to push myself. Um, you know, uh, I need help. Tell you, I can help you. Uh, you know, one thing I can get you focused again, um, a lot of times we're not motivated, sometimes a little bit uncertainty, because if you were certain that your efforts would pay off, if you have a little bit more certainty in what you're doing, it's a lot easier to get motivated. There's not so much wasted willpower, focus, energy, and time uncertainty. What I call it is like when you're driving down the road, right? It, it's different now. If you're older like me, back when I was, you know, 19, 20, you had to have maps, <laughs> right? It, there was no just phone telling you to turn around if you're going the wrong way on the freeway. Turn around, dummy, and 800 feet, turn around, right? It wasn't like that. You kind of had to figure it out. I can't tell you how many, how much time I spent on the road going north thinking, am I going the right way? Should I be going south? And I'm sweating in my clothes, <laughs> all right? Whoever I'm, I'm with, I'm not being very cordial because am I going to be late? Do I, do I, go faster? Well, what's that going to do? If I'm going the wrong way, I'm just going the wrong way faster. Can't pull over. You got to make a decision. You got to turn around. Like I said, I'm sweating in my clothes, not even thinking about the event ahead. Certainly not having an enjoyable ride. It could be a beautiful uh, sunset that I'm missing. Uh, great song on the radio. The whole experience is just angst, right? And I know that's how a lot of you guys are with your fitness journey. You know, what's funny, or it's not funny, could be frustrating, is a lot of times, Put on the gas. You're going the right direction. You're just not certain. Sometimes you do need to turn around, all right? But I know how nerve-wracking I'd be. You just want to put all your effort in. You're just uncertain. Well, you can pound it out, especially if you're older. Uh, you know, you can pound it out and figure it out by the time you're 60. Is that what you did with your business, or did you have mentors, right? When you had new guys working at the job, 
and you've been doing it for 25 years. Did you just have them grind it out, figure it out, or did you want them to listen to you so you can mentor them and uh, ease that angst and have them shave that learning curve, cut it down, right? Well, this is, I've been doing this for 31 years. I've been helping men just like you <laughs> forever. I already know the answers to all your questions. I can tell you, I can size up. You send me a picture, you fill out the questionnaire. Uh, you just ask me what your couple most pressing questions are. I can already tell you what the challenge, what you need to do, what you're misinterpreting, because this is all I do. You'll be willing to do the work when you feel more certain. All right. So hopefully that's helpful. You know, connecting to why this is so important to you. Like at this age, you know, I've got very young children and, uh, you know, this isn't about my big muscles or how vascular I can get or how big my arms are. I mean, that's fine. But this is about health and longevity. It's about passion and energy. I'm not just thinking about, you know, what I look like or feel like today, you know, for the for these kids. You know, I got to hang on and be vibrant and healthy and not just look great, but feel great from the inside out. Right. So that motivates me. I'm clear on my vision. Why also, you know, a lot of you who are here. The reason why you're listening to me is because visually you see what kind of great shape will be 58 years old. Uh, next month. It's an inspiration to you. It gives you hope. All right. It's a credibility factor. So I've got so many, and those are my reasons why yours might be different, but they're very clear. I think about that when it's time to train or not trying to train, how much effort I give, certainly how much, what I eat and don't eat. It's crystal clear. Your why banjo is, is more important than anything. A lot of times on that, that, that free phone call, I give that bonus one-on-one -on -one session. It's usually I help you with nutrition, number one, get that, you know, you don't have to read all the books and, you, can, you know, kind of weed through, filter through all that stuff that you don't need so you can just go forward. But a lot of times it's getting you clear on your why. I'm a master motivator. I, I'm, I'm the great simplifier, so you can just do it. So uh, hopefully, you know, those are some ideas um, to help you push yourself. Robert, uh, over on YouTube, I uh, back problems for a long time using weights, but now that I'm off the weights, uh, my back may get a lot better. It was never, it's never healing back because I kept on putting too much stress on it. Well, you definitely want to be careful. How long have you been working out, uh, Robert? Um, Got to be careful with those weights. There's a lot of, you know, it, there's no sense, especially when you're older, hurting yourself uh, when you can be fit and, and be conservative in your approach. Again, you know, the more you know what you're doing, the more you can push it, the better results. Be safety first always. Samir over on Facebook. Hey, Skip. Hello, hello, hello. Any suggestions on attack the ever-growing tire around my waist, 47 years old? Yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you is, is that it's going to happen with your nutrition uh, more than any type of, you know, weight training. You know, that, that may help a little bit. Weight training, ab exercises, direct stimulation around that tire. Uh, none of that is going to do it for you. That's just where, especially when you get older, the fat accumulates. It's all going to be done through your diet. All right. I don't know what, uh, how far along you are on the journey, uh, but it's first going to be not eating a lot of those calorie-packed foods, eating too much. All right. And I know that's vague, right? But then there's the second stage where you know, guys get disciplined. They uh, make sure they don't eat the wrong foods or too much. And then a lot of times they do that for a while and they don't eat enough. Right. And then that creates uh they're shutting down their metabolism and it's really tough to lose that fat. That's usually some uh, time uh, down the line. 
right? But get discipline first. You know, I've got a lot of um, videos like the uh, top 10 diet secrets for older men. Uh, that's over on Facebook. It's on my skiplacore.com page too. And I really just simplify it. What, you know, what you need to do, Samir, uh, to lose that weight. There's another video over on skiplacore.com, how to lose stubborn fat. I think if you watch those two, you at least know the journey ahead. You, you know what you need to do. And then you just got to jump into that with certainty and then, uh, you know, make, uh, adjustments as you fine tune it, but, uh, going to take going into it. So um, I hope that's helpful. Again, the biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. Uh, you can have this all, you know, one continuous flow and get the one-on-one -on -one time with me. So when it says thanks uh, for the happy birthday, I had quite a day with family. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that, Randy. Uh, Robert says, now I may be oh, the back uh, you know, I can go back to the weights and bands. All right. Lee, how are you, sir? Kenny. Hello, sir. All right. Let's see here. A lot of action here. Uh, Lee over on Facebook. Uh, do you get better results? Have you trained? <laughs> One, I get asked this question a lot. All right. And it's about training frequency. And, uh, you know, I, I sometimes I just feel like, let me just give them an answer because if I can just say it convincingly and they believe it, they'll get the most out of it, right? But the truth of the matter is, will you get better results in uh, two days or three? It's really how you train in those two days or three. But I'm just going to say three, all right? <laughs> because, you know, you'll just put the effort and you can make adjustments there. But it's really, you know, what you put into those days. Everybody doesn't train with the same efficiency. They don't pick up you know, even though they may be the same strength, what their definition of heavy weight or good form, that's all a process. All right. So just giving a blanket statement, I, I can give you a blanket statement, but you really should know the reason what makes everything effective or not. A lot of guys, they get the black and white answer. Someone just tells them that they have no idea uh, the reasoning behind it. And then they say it doesn't work for them because they don't understand how to apply it. All right. Uh, Jason, hi, Skip. Hope everything is going well, brother. Things are going well. I hope things are going well for you too, sir. You know, it's a crazy world here. You know, all the uncertainty, right? It just takes a little bit of appreciation, a little bit of resourcefulness. You always got to, what, what, you know, with the school year happening, what's going to happen with that? And if it does happens this way or this way, then what am I going to do to make sure my kids are in the best situation, right? What's going to happen with the economy and this and that, right? I mean, it, these times, uh, got to be a little bit more on edge, ready to be flexible, right? So we're in uh, unique times, but we're up to the challenge, right? Working out helps us uh, be uh, mentally tough as long as physically tough. And by the way, uh, make sure you watch uh, at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 9 a.m. Eastern time. That's when I do my 15 by 15 by 15, uh, my home gym workouts for older men. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I designed it this way. And it, I had one of my coaching clients uh, today, and they gave me a great compliment because sometimes I put a lot of effort in to certain concepts uh, for you guys. And, and you know, I, like I do my best. And, uh, and then when someone, you know, they show their appreciation, I, it gives me a different perspective. And he said, he said, I can't. He goes, this guy is doing this exercise. He's sweating. He's hitting the form. He's counting reps. And he's giving us a motivational speech at the same time. Oh my God, what planet is this guy from? And I'm going, hey, 
that's me. But that's what I designed. That's what I work with. That's what I think about. So it's good that he appreciates it. But uh, the point that I want to make when you watch the 15 by 15 by 15, I love for you to join me, especially if you're not in your gym. Right? You got to work out from home. You got limited equipment, but you got to get your workout in. You want a little bit of weight resistance and whatever you can do. The 15 by 15 by 15 workout troll and home workout will work for you. Uh, but the thing is, I'm always talking about topics, about this whole life thing, mental toughness, emotional toughness. I call it mental toughness conditioning. I'm talking about topical issues as I talk to so many men, just like you and me through my coaching. You know, we really start off with fitness. I get that straight from, but uh, most of the time we, we move on to those other areas of life where they want some accountability, some insight and perspective, that type of coaching. So I know the challenges that we go through, just like I know with, with fitness, I, I know what they are. And I, I talk about them continually. And so uh, those are always the theme. It's always going to be something. Maybe it's a direct hit for you, what you're going through, but it, it's motivational. All right. So uh, join me for the 15 by 15 by 15 workouts, even if you don't work out. Uh, maybe at this age, at this stage of life, there's something that uh, is going hit, to hit the right spot at the right time for you. Hopefully that is. Uh, so Rick says, hi, Skip. Uh, I was a member of a gym and they closed due to the pandemic and now they're open now, but I'm 52 and I don't feel comfortable uh, going back. Am I thinking uh, too much into it? You know, <laughs> that that's a great, great point. You know, Rick has a great point. Now, again, if I was a big shot on, on the Internet, I'd say, ah, who cares, man? Get back to the gym, pump up, right? You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, there's a saying that Mark uh, Cuban says. Uh, he says, uh, never take any advice from anybody who has nothing to lose. Right. Uh, you know, being older, they don't, you know, uh, anybody can say anything. I think I start off as anybody can say anything, you know, on uh, social media, Twitter, Jesus, every, you know, anybody can say anything. And for you to take advice, that's a really any risk from anywhere from the Internet. Let me just tell you something. Uh, especially places like Twitter. I mean, you get paid or you get it. They're just, it's just attention. Uh, they're wired to say the most outrageous things. You're going to, if you just say some normal stuff, no one's going to retweet you. No one's going to care. The goal is to be outrageous. So you have no idea that person's saying, if that's really his personality, or he's caught up in the game. Oh man, I only got five retweets or 23 likes. I got to say something witty. Forget about what he, the advice he's given. He's trying to be edgy. He's trying to get the tweets. He gets addicted to the movement. You know, if you probably met him, hey, I took your advice. and went back to the gym, and I, I, I got the virus, and now they don't even know how long it's going to last. I got it again. They don't even know how long this is going to last in my lungs. <laughs> I survived, but I'm not, I, it's two months later, I feel it. But I, I saw your tweet, and he said, You're, I, was, I was a wuss to be worried about that. It's no more than the flu or whatever. I, I saw your tweet, and he's gone. He'd probably say to you, dude, why are you listening to me? <laughs> I, that's just my, my alter ego, just to get likes. All right? So, <laughs> you know, personally, I mean, it's, it's, everything is risk versus reward. All right? You know, and everybody's driven differently. If you love the gym, you love the pump, you hate working out at home, you feel you're shriveling or whatever it is, Love the connection. I don't know how many people are going to be at the gym with you, but if you love the connection, if you don't like to be afraid by someone controlling you or whatever, I don't know why anybody does anything. They need to 
we all got our own stuff, right? But if that's important to you, then I hope you get all the rewards you want. You get all the muscle, the pump, the connection. Nobody tells you what to do or whatever, right? But what's the possible? That you get the virus. I mean, look, there's some credible people who really have the virus. Will that happen to you? I don't know. What are the odds? I don't know. I guess it you know, only matters if you get it. And we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what it does to you. We'll see. Uh, you know, how long it lasts, you know, you got a virus in your body. I don't know if it really leaves you, right? All for what? What are you getting out of it? You know, I don't know. That's a risk that everybody's got to take personally. I'm in no hurry to go back to them. I want to feel that, but I'm holding up great with these 15 by 15 by 15 workouts, doing cardio right here at home, doing those with you many times and watching what I eat. Now, I'm starting to miss the pump, you know, I mean, it's been a long time now, but again, risk versus reward. Like I said, you know, um, I got a bigger, I, I love to have it all in life, but I got little kids, right? I'll be 58 years old next week, you know, uh, but for a pump, for, you know, I'm fine. I look good. I got big goals that are way beyond my body, but that's me. All right. That's me. She never take any advice from me, but if you're a little concerned, let me just say, I can see why you're concerned. I can see why you're concerned. I'm not going to be some tough guy on the internet saying that uh, it's just political or this, that, because I don't know. I don't even know how, how would they know? <laughs> right. Uh, let's see here. David. Hey, Skip. Uh, who inspired you to get into bodybuilding and what's your favorite, who's your favorite bodybuilder of all time? Thanks. It's a great question, uh, Brent. David Brent, David. Yeah. So uh, basically my story is I didn't start with routines. I mean, I played sports in high school and this and that, but, you know, back then you just, I just dabbled in it. You know, I was more into the performance. I didn't spend too much time in a weight room. Not, you know, I kind of was familiar with it, but not as structured. You go there five days a week and you split up the body parts. I knew nothing about that. As a matter of fact, when I was, uh, I started when I was 27 years old, right? Um, and I remember like when I was like 24 year old, 24 years old, I had this, this girlfriend, I remember like on her coffee table, she had some flex magazine. And I remember I just picked it up and I said, who'd want to look like these oily guys? You know what I mean? Right. I think she belonged to a gold's gym or something like that. And I didn't know the culture and I could care less about any of that. So, you know, just three years later, you know, uh, I moved to a new city. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's going through a transition time. I had some, you know, tough, challenging things, or at least in my head, a lot of successes, a lot of challenges. That was a challenging age for me, about that 26, 27, my early 20s. And, uh, you know, I was working hard, getting promoted at my job and those type of things. But I just knew there was more there for me in life, even though I was doing well in that context. The grocery store, if you know my story, I was working my up, became the youngest manager for the 65 store chain. Uh, but I just knew there was more for me out there. And so I moved to a town, didn't know anybody. Um, it's the first time I moved away from my hometown, had a guy who, uh, he lived in an apartment above me or something like that. And I just remember he was going, you know, you should come work out with me. And I think we were playing basketball or something like that. And we were shooting baskets and he said, you know, your arms are pretty good, but you know, your shoulders, this, and your chest, this, and your calves, and I was just looking at him like, 
what? Who looks at a body like this? I mean, I, you know, I was totally comfortable with my body, right? I had no, I, you know, I wasn't one of those guys got buoyed or picked on or had sand cooked in my face. Nothing. I was totally fine, you know, with my body. I remember like when I was 16, like, uh, and some, uh, Jehovah's Witness uh, guy, he was kind of in shape and he came to my door and he said, Dan, he goes, wow, you look great. And this, and man, he just played a lot of sports. So I already had that genetic, so I wasn't, you know, this longing, but it was more about my life was kind of displaced and uncertain. So he took me to the gym and I did have it, you know, because he knew the routines. I didn't have to try to figure that out. Some of you guys will never kind of get through it because you're trying to figure out this stuff where you need a good mentor, you need a great coach. So you get through it, right? And so I just kind of mimicked what he did. And I just really fell in love. It's just what I need, that discipline, that sense of control that I have in my life. And uh, 13 months later, I won a very low-level low show. Uh, Drug-free bodybuilding just emerged. It, it just emerged. My timing was, like, perfect. Also, uh, they had organizations that the competition wasn't that good. Those, those uh, organizations weren't around, but there was the really – they're not around now, but they were thriving at that time. So, you know, it was a big deal and the competition wasn't that. So I, I felt, you know, victory from the start. It was it drug free competitions. So just everything lined up uh, perfectly. And, you know, I just remember just, it was just, I found my home and all the muscle magazines. I remember looking at that, um, you know, my favorite bodybuilder of all time. Hmm. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I was like Dorian Yates because I, I liked the way he carried himself like a statesman. But, you know, it, it's interesting, too. Now it's like, you know, 20-something years. It's 18 years since I retired, 17 years. And then, you know, now we all get older, and now we're all retired. And so you, you kind of see your heroes uh, differently with social media, right? Back then, it was just the magazines. You couldn't wait for those to come out every month. There's no Internet or all that. So it's kind of made everybody human a lot more. Um, but I would say like Dorian Yates, uh, Vince Taylor was um, someone who inspired me because he started at 27 years old. All right. I got it. I went to a show and he was a guest closer and I, and I, we were talking, I think I had about a year of training and, you know, you think you started late at 27 and I got to, you know, meet him just, you know, behind a booth. And we talked about that. Hey, I hear you just, you trained at 27. You started at 27. He said, yeah. And so that was very inspiring, you know, to me, um, you know, give you that little boost, uh, you know, to, wow, maybe this is my home. So talking to him about that for me, you know, just a couple minutes, that was an inspiration. Um, I remember going to the, the, the Mecca of bodybuilding, right. Cause I was so into it and little things like, um, you know, meeting Lee Labrada and seeing what a gentleman he was, uh, Gary Stridham, just took a little bit of time. I was just some guy who just started training. He just gave me a little wink and a nod. Gary Stridham, some big guy in the magazines and everything like that. I guess you could just see that I was into it and, uh, and I was working hard. And I tell you, someone like that, just giving you a wink of approval, big Gary Stridham, big name, big personality. It's just these little things that uh, really inspire you to go forward. Um, Sean Ray um, has always been, uh, it's just like his professionalism and it still goes on today. You know, I had, uh, you know, I, I kind of worked my way in and back in 1998, so uh, that's uh, 22 years ago, 
I built Sean Ray's uh, first website. All right. So, uh, you know, I always found a way to kind of ang my way in. So those guys were kind of, uh, th- those are some of my inspirations. I hope that's interesting. <laughs> Ryan says, uh, one of my heroes uh, growing up right here, uh, still a big inspiration in my ports. Well, I'm glad that I am, Ryan. Thank you for, so much for saying that. I appreciate that. Let's see. So what does that mean? My mind is what I meant. I don't know what that means. Let's see here. It also says, I have a bad back too. Can't do any heavy squats or really put much weight into my torso. Yeah, I know you're not alone. Um, there's always working around it. And I'll tell you, you, know, you may not be lift heavy, heavily, uh, but there's always a way. Diet's really important too where you can, you know, a lot of times training is not the avenue as as people think to the body that they want. They over, they put too much importance on training and not enough to have that body that they want. So you have to, um, you have to make adjustments if you have those back issues. It's not impossible, right? You just need to work around that. And you need to watch that diet. You should be even more conscious of your diet because if you can't train the way you want, um, you have no excuse to have the body. It's got to be, more through diet. Actually, everybody needs to think that way. So Rick says, uh, thanks for your honesty. I think I'll keep uh, walking outside and riding my bike for now. Yeah. Have you found um, that your body is held up even better than you expected, especially if you watch your diet? Are you finding that to be true, Rick? A lot of guys are. I certainly am. Because, you know, for 31 years, you know, this is the first time we haven't been able to go to a gym. I've never taken three, what is it, four months now? I don't know. I've never taken that much time away from weights, never wanted to. I don't think I took more than a week and a half uh, in all this time. So uh, Kevin says, I asked this once before, but I'd like to hear it live. When you were in the deep stage of training competing, uh, 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 did it conflict with family, friendships, et cetera? Of course it did. Of course it did. All right. All um, right. You know, I see that, you know, you're a competitive bodybuilder. I'm familiar with it. I mean, you, nobody, there's a price. I don't care. To have a body like you have, you had, or whatever stage you're in, um, you know, to make a lot of money, right? They don't just give away money. They don't just give away bodies. Right? You're not going to just waltz in. I mean, you can develop relationships that may work in the short time, but it may not be what you want. It takes dedication. You know, you're, you're, for me, I was dieting half the year for 10 years straight. Serious. I stopped, you know, you don't have to do all these things. I, and again, I, I teach guys, but the old things like stopping even two hours, every two hours. You don't have to stop in two hours. It does not make a difference if you follow the science, right? But a lot of bodybuilders think they have to do that. Right? You just need to get your calories in uh, for the day. Um, but just think, I, I, it was like clockwork. Eight times a day I would eat. I thought that's what it took to be a champion. I was more than willing to do what it took to be a champion. But just think of all the flow. Just think of all the things that you're not going to schedule because the commute time, well, am I going to be there in time to eat? Can I eat in my car? And what you do is you start not even stretching yourself for advance. Your creativity stops every hour and a half, right? If you know you have to eat, cook, clean up, prepare, and you don't let anything get in your way conversations don't flow, conversations don't happen. <laughs> you certainly, you know, I, I have this one little graphic, uh, you know, that, um, you know, uh, 
Like, you know, if I was in a relationship and I don't care what my girlfriend at the time was talking about, I'd be looking at over her shoulder. It could be something really important. I'm thinking, you got 10 minutes to wrap this up because I got to eat on time. This problem will be here when I'm done eating, right? <laughs> you know, that's not how you have relationships. That That's not how it works in life. If you want that intimacy and that connection, whether it's business or personal or your family, it doesn't work that way. You know, a lot of bodybuilders are so obsessed with what they do, and it, that's what it takes. You know, they rationalize that. You know, the biggest thing is that I think to do this, you got to be convinced that your bodybuilding, you are doing God's work. <laughs> you know, we convince ourselves that we're some force for that the world wouldn't revolve if we didn't do this great work and how you're an inspiration to others or whatever we convince ourselves of. Um, we, we convince ourselves this is just about being healthy. Trust me, you don't need ripped abs to be healthy. You know, I can make an argument uh, being so lean and that extreme is not healthy. Right? If anything, it's neutral. You don't have to do all that to be healthy. So that rationale that it's just my health, other things like what uh, bodybuilders do to, uh, you know, kind of convince themselves that the challenge that they have in life, business, relationships, and everything that comes with it is that the other person just wants to undermine them and all that. It's not, you know, being 17 years removed, that's not, that's what I may have believed, but none of that's true. Uh, you know, personally, I feel from all the men I've worked through going through the journey myself, a lot of us, we get obsessed with all this structure and discipline because there's something missing there's something that's been missing our entire life guys will talk about it. they may not make the connection but they got massive trust issues they don't trust they didn't trust anybody in sports they like to do it on loan uh they're they had abandonment divorce they moved around 22 times they don't connect well with people uh they were cheated on uh, they were bullied whatever all of, all of us have some type of story like that all right and what it is, we don't connect well with people. We don't prefer connecting well with people. So uh, that is a strength when it comes to being disciplined and focused and just sticking everything aside. Think about it. how many bodybuilders got their sand kicked in their face or bullied, or they'll tell you that they've had some type of traumas. All of them, just about all of them. And that's ideal because you don't rely on people, whether you don't need as connection as much as other people. And it's just prime to stop and eat every two hours. To not let anything get away. Saturday, you know, your girlfriend wants to spend time with you and you just want to get up at five o'clock, keep your routine, stop and eat every two hours, do your cardio, whatever. Hey, whatever makes you happy, right? But to have that kind of body to rationalize that it's not affecting your life, you know, um, it is. And I'll tell you, I don't, I, I work with older men and, you know, if someone wants to go that deeply in it, that's not what I specialize in. I specialize in making it simple, effective, look great. So you can have a fruitful life with passion, with energy, uh, with connection, uh, with uh, financial opportunities to make the most out of your life right now. Not use all that willpower, focus, energy, and time to do, you know, train hard, eat right, rub a lucky rabbit's foot, don't step on the cracks, take your pre-workout, take your post-workout, stop and eat every two hours, uh, take uh, your intra-workout, uh, take casein at night, uh, be, and not just protein, casein, because it's a drip system all night. Maybe give them all night and have protein. Uh, shake, right? Whatever. Uh, eat three hours when the anabolic window. Uh, separate uh, your weight training uh, from your cardio, all right? Go back twice a day. None of that stuff is necessary to be healthy and fit. That's just extreme thinkers, and they pay a huge price. 
You may not want everything else in life. You know, and I hope that works out well for you. But when you get older, you start boxing yourself in. You don't have intimacy. You don't have connection. You, you don't have, uh, you know, your financial future intact and just getting older. You see it all the time on social media. All right? Of course, to look that way, you pay a price. Of course, you, you pay a price. And there's a price for everything. But it's the same, too, if you become an outstanding business person. You know, I don't care. You make a lot of money. They don't give it away. You know, there is a price to pay. You just got to know what price you are actually paying. You don't lie to yourself because you're going to find out. You're going to find out later in your 50s or anyway. Our brother, hello, hello, hello. Skip LaCour, do you recommend intermittent fasting alongside with bodybuilding? Now, intermittent fasting works. There's no doubt about it. So I guess the question would be if you want to be an ultimate, uh, optimum bodybuilder, can intermittent fasting when you're just going for that 1%. Look, intermittent fasting works. It works with bodybuilding. Uh, if you get in some debate with some hardcore bodybuilders looking for that 1%, thinking everything that matters, they'll tell you the two don't match up. They do match up. They'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. And I know that goes against all the hardcore. It's not enough. You've got to have a drip protein system and maximize your gains and all that. You know, um, I don't uh, live that way. I can contrast it. You know, I know my body, uh, that doesn't make nearly the impact, except for in your mind that you may think. So that's going to do it for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. I'm so glad that you decided to listen to this podcast. Hey, make sure you visit my website at skiplacore.com. I've got videos, uh, more podcasts, blog posts, training routines, diets, everything. Now that you're a little bit old and you want to take your fitness to the next level and a whole lot more. Also, make sure that you join me for one of my live broadcasts on Facebook at Skip LaCour page and on YouTube at Skip LaCour. You can join me, see me, interact with me in the same manner, and it would be nice to have you over there too. If you are determined, you are determined, you're the type of man who does what it takes to get what he wants, and what he wants is to take his body, his fitness, his longevity to the next level, you know, you're successful with your family and your business, and you know you don't want to fool around. You don't want to wait until you're 60 years old to figure this all out when you have me as your coach, as your friend, as your virtual training partner. I want you to invest. Go there right now, skiplacoremembers.com front slash solutions, skiplacoremembers.com front slash solutions. That link is in the description of this podcast. It's the biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. It's a 12-module, 11-hour audio coaching experience. I work with men who are just like you. I have for years. I know how we think. I know the challenges. I know where you're at in this journey and what you're not getting quite right, what's overwhelming, what's frustrating, what's confusing you. So all I do is help men like you and me. It's fitness and more from our perspective now that we're a little bit older. And it's one continuous flow, training, nutrition, motivation, systems, lifestyle. It's all there. The biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. It's a 12-module, 11-hour audio coaching experience. It's just like us connecting here on this podcast, but I know the challenges and I answer them before you even think of them. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, Here's the biggest bonus, and I'm doing this for a limited time, is when you invest in the biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. I'm going to give you a one-hour 
one-on-one -on -one coaching session with you and me. So if you like this vibe, you like this feel, right, you want that one-on-one -on -one attention, I want to give it to you. All right, go to skippercorememories.com front slash solutions. You'll see it's an incredible opportunity with a minimal investment if you're the type of man who does what it takes to get what he wants. Again, thank you so much for listening to this Workouts for Older Men podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.